Hey guys, welcome to Status Random with Sean. This is episode 56, and this one is a little bit of a touchy subject um, because a lot of us spouses get looked upon like we are weak people, and so I'm going to call this one, uh, Life is Not As It Seems as a Military Spouse. Uh, so I've been reading a lot of blogs lately about other people and how they feel being a military spouse, and of course there's a lot of great things, but there is a lot of not so great things that you have to look forward to. Just remember that every situation isn't a one size fits all. Not everybody feels the exact same way, but it does take a thick skin to be a military spouse. And I'll tell you from my own experience and I'll tell you what some people have written. So the first one I um, was reading about uh, a woman that said that she wished that she would have known some of the things before marrying her husband. and it's just, and that's why being a military wife is so hard, is because you have to put on your big girl panties a lot. I have to agree with her, because um, I grew up military, I worked with the military, I have been associated with the military for my entire life. And I watched my mom be um, lonely a lot of the times. I, but back then, we didn't have FaceTime. You know, we didn't have stuff like that, so my dad would send recorded tapes of his voice. My dad would call as often as he could, and he would write letters. Until this day, I have all of his letters that he wrote me during Desert Storm in a big, giant frame. Um, So it's really nice to look back at those letters from the 90s and read them and think, wow, you know what I mean? My dad really cared. He tried to be here without actually physically being here. Even though the letters took a while to get to us, it was nice when I got those letters you know, every week to read. So yeah, a lot of people, a lot, like a a couple of these blogs were that um, when they got married and things got tough, a lot of them broke up and then came back together and so forth. But I will tell you this, I have been with my husband for 12 years and this is just the way that I feel. The divorce rate for military couples is extremely high. I think it was like over 52%, don't quote me on that, Um, do not make it past five years. So that says a lot. I know with nowadays in society, uh, divorce is quite a common thing. Everybody goes into a marriage not thinking or wanting to get divorced, right? It just happens. You either fall out of love with each other or they're dicks or whatever. Whatever your story is. So I've been with my husband for 12 years. Has it been the best marriage Absolutely not. Uh, They have been some really shitty moments. There's been some really good moments. Um, But I believe in sticking things out to the end because I know that we were meant to be with each other. Not only have I heard it numerous times from different mediums and psychics and, and friends and this and that, that we were meant to be, I always believe that the way that we met was how we were supposed to meet. Like we were supposed to be in each other's lives, right? Everything happens for a reason is what I believe. We have gone through numerous deployments to the point where I was pregnant. My husband left immediately after we found out, and he made it back just in time for the delivery, okay? So he was gone my entire pregnancy, and he probably would have wanted to be home for that pregnancy because that pregnancy, I was not sick, (laughs) but he was home with me the entire time I was pregnant with our second daughter, Um, and I was sick from beginning to end, okay? So... He, I think karma got him, right? <laughs> um, I have had to raise our children 
by myself 90% of the time because when my husband is home, he's not home. He's engulfed in work. He is being called into work a million times. He's on the phone or he was in school. So I am the stable person in our household. My parents have been a godsend for me because they call me every day, sometimes numerous times a day because they were military and they know how it is. Not only have they helped us move places, they've got us set up places. Every place that we have moved, they have showed up and they have helped us and they have, um, you know, did things like give us money to our commissary, which is our grocery store, to get restarted into life. Because when you move every time, buying all the condiments is very expensive. So I'm so grateful for that. Being uh, married to a military person is lonely, point blank extremely lonely. Your life as a spouse does not change when they leave. They're just not here. You keep on trucking. You're still raising the kids. You're still cooking. You're still cleaning. Whether you go to work or what, it's still happening. You are the ones that mold your lives around their life. You are the one that picks up everything to move with them. When I met my husband, I had just bought it. Well, we were dating a year and I bought a house. I sold everything in my entire house to be with him. Every single item I owned, including my car that I was so proud that I bought myself, my house that I bought myself, and I left it all, including a great job, I left it all to follow my husband around the world, wherever we landed. So again, the sacrifice is there. You have to sacrifice things. If you're not willing to sacrifice And I guarantee you they're not going to sacrifice anything because they don't have anything to sacrifice. They have to go where they're told, right? So we just wag our tail and follow behind them and so forth. In hope of seeing that big picture at the end of the day or the end of their military career where you have them to yourself finally and A, they either go to a normal job where it's Monday through Friday or whatever they choose, um not wearing a uniform and so forth, or you wait for them to retire and actually take a break, right? Most people don't get that far. But when I say this, that your life, the problem is, is like when they deploy, okay, nothing changes in your life. They're just not here, but you keep still trucking. Your day-to-day life is still there. You're still raising kids. You're still keeping pets alive, children alive, house cleaned, paying the bills, making sure that everything is still in order. It sucks. So pat yourself on the shoulder and realize you've got your shit together. If you're able to keep all of the things alive, whether it's your plants, your kids, your animals, you're doing a really good job. Because I tell you what, being married to a military person, there's days where you don't feel love. There's days where you are just so lonely. And the jealousy, that's another thing, the jealousy. My husband has done, um, he's done two tours in Korea, but the last one, I tell you what, I lived a jealous life because I was at home raising our kids and doing all the things I needed to do while he was out partying. Going to work, though, and then party afterwards, trips, all this and that, right? The same shit happens now when he's deployed. Does his normal job and still goes out and hangs out, barbecues, parties, all that sleeping if you want, do what you want kind of thing. And yes, we all get jealous, right? Some of us don't make it past it. But I still do all those things where I barbecue and stuff with my friends. But guess what? 
it's me and the kids, right? I don't get to have that fun. I have fun with my children and my friends. But that's the thing is, like, if you let the jealousy kill you, it's not going to work. It's not. The other thing is, is, like, there was days growing up that my dad couldn't call. And there was a time when we got to the airport and we walked right past my dad because it had been so long since we had seen him that I forgot what my dad looked like. But I know my dad is the type of person that would send smoke signals millions of miles away to know that that we were loved, right? He would do whatever he could. And those letters were life, right? Just being there without having to actually be there is the best thing ever. So some people, when you move overseas and then they deploy, excuse my voice still, okay? I still sound like a chain smoker. But anyways, um, sometimes um, when you're in a overseas location, you have to make the best of it because you have to surround yourself by like-minded people. I have friends here, very small amount of friends here that I keep close. And those are the ones that have been amazing while my husband's been gone. We're talking, it's Saturday and my husband hasn't called since Thursday. But I know he's alive because he's texted, but he hasn't video chatted or anything like that. So days like that, you get really, you know, agitated. There better be, you know, he better be stuck on a boat in the middle of nowhere or something, right? Or cat got his tongue, right? But if you live in, in you know, being upset, it's only doing you harm. Because think about it. We talk about how, before we've talked about how many um, <clears throat> active duty people are have mental health issues because of being separated from family or long hours of work and depression and anxiety and so forth. What about the spouses as well? You're meant to put all of this weight on your shoulders, right? Getting stuff done. And the minute, and we've talked about this before, the minute your, your active duty um, spouse leaves, shit breaks, right? So the way I was raised was my dad taught me to do everything. I can fix anything. I can build anything. I can do anything. I'm not the type of person that needs somebody to mow my grass. I'm not the type of person that needs somebody to come fix my TV or fix the cars. I will handle it and I've got it under control. So me personally, when my husband met me, I was a very independent woman. Very independent woman. And I'm still very independent. Because I tell you what, you cannot, being raised military and working with military, you cannot rely on anybody. Because at the end of the day, all you have is yourself. So if it means that you fixed one thing today, or you did something that usually your spouse has done for you, but you did it, you are kicking ass. Just remember that. You don't need to have your spouse help you do things that you're fully capable of doing. It may be nice to have the help, but you are fully capable of doing it. And think of how amazing you're going to feel when you've done it, right? I teach my children to be independent. Do what you say you're going to do, just like my dad taught me. And if I had a son, I'd teach him the same thing because I am the stable parent at home. My name is on everything because I am the one that stays here. The other frustrating thing that a lot of spouses will tell you is you can't really make plans, right? I can't tell you how many times I'm like, hey, we need to, let's 
I'm like want to go on a trip and so forth. And the response from my husband is, I mean, we'll see because I don't know if I'm working then or if I can get off or whatever, but we'll see. I mean, just put it down and we'll see. There's never a stable answer when they're active duty because they really don't know what's going to happen. They don't know if they're going to have to work. They don't know if they'll have to leave. You see what I'm saying? So there is no stable, like you can't plan your future as far as trips and and celebrations and so forth. So again, it's hard to swallow. So it comes back full circle of what I said before. You have got to be strong. You have to have thick skin to be married to the military. Okay? But when you find the right one, you may never have to experience those things. Or you're like 99% of us where it's a growing thing. You know, men and are not mind readers. They're actually, my theory is that men are just not very smart, right? What do they say? They can hold three things on their brain. Two of them are sex. But women can hold so many things on their brains and still keep their shit together. And it gets stressful and a lot to hold on to, right? I always joke that when my husband comes back, the minute he steps foot in that door, I'm going to go sit out in our car and just sit there by myself. I might even make a staycation with my friends. But let me tell you what, the minute I would leave this house, everything would fall apart. Right? Because remember, even stay-at-home spouses, you have a job. And your job is valuable. And you are valuable. Just remember, even if your spouse makes you feel like what you do at home is invaluable because your house isn't super clean, I say screw them. The kids are alive. The animals are alive. You know, food's on the table. You've taken care of other things. You're rocking life. Imagine if someone was paid for every single thing. Imagine if someone was paid for every single thing that you do in a day. There's no way my husband would be able to do it. He says, I want to be a stay-at-home dad when I get out. Our kids are going to be older. Oh, no, no, boo-boo. You're not going to get off on that one. Because I was raising babies. And now they're independent people. To me, that's not fair game because I did the hard part. Now the other parts will be easier. They're more self-sufficient now, right? So no, I don't think he'll be a stay-at-home dad. Um, but let me know what you guys feel. If you have any issues or you want someone to vent to, look me up on Facebook under Status Random. Uh, you can find me on there. Um, and I really do hope that you remember that if you are um, a spouse of a military member, that you are loved, if your spouse is not giving you the love that you feel or does not make you feel like what you do is valuable, or they're not giving you the time or day to put your needs ahead of theirs sometimes, maybe it's just not right, you know. But reach out to me, you know. I'm here to talk to anybody. I've been doing this for 12 years and a total of 38 years because my dad was military and then I worked military and so forth. I come from a huge military family. Um, biggest regret in my life is not going in. Half the people I meet are like, oh, are, were you in the military before? No, I just have that, uh, I just give off that, <laughs> that feeling, I guess, to other people. But on that note, you know, thanks for listening and I sure hope if your spouse is deployed, or on a short tour, or TDY, or anything, I really, really hope that you have some good support systems.
I really do. And until next time, thanks for listening to Status Random. Bye.